Welcome to the My Stories Podcast Project, a series created for the NEA Big Read Grant in collaboration with the Cincinnati and Hamilton County Public Library and the Library Foundation. NEA Big Read is a program of the National Endowment for the Arts in partnership with Arts Midwest. The novel There There by Tommy Orange and the West End Stories Project podcast are the inspirations behind exploring connections to the history of our neighborhoods through the oral tradition of storytelling. This is an interview with Mary McNeil, a longtime resident of College Hill, interviewed by Carla Moeller, youth librarian at CHPL North Central Branch. Thanks for listening. Could you tell me about when you were born and if you've, how long you've lived in College Hill? Well, I've lived in College Hill. Well, next year, next year, next month, I'll be here 22 years. And I lived on Pasadena Avenue for about 12 years. So oh, wow. 22 and 12, that's what? Um, 34 years. About 34, okay. And I was born October the 13th, 1943. Born in Cincinnati? No, I was born in Newberry, South Carolina. And yes. How did you guys make it to Cincinnati? Well, my dad wanted to come up north, and we came up north when I was a child, and we lived downtown for quite a while before we started branching out to other areas in the Cincinnati area. Oh, okay. Where did you go to school? Well, I went to Washburn Elementary School. Then from there, I went to Porter Hayes. These are all downtown in the West End. Then after okay. I left Porter Hayes, I went to um, Samuel Ock. That's in Avondale where we moved to. And from there, I didn't like going to Samuel Ock. So my mom had me transferred to Withrow, and I went to Withrow. And then I went to Hughes Evening School to take a couple of credits before I graduated. What did you do after graduation? Well, after graduation, I still worked, which I started working, you know, at an early age. And I continued working and, of course, reading like I like to do. Yeah. And doing other things and, you know, not only just reading just other books, but like doing spiritual things, too. And then I got married in 1964. And I had my first child at 21, and I had my second child at 22, and I had my third child at, at, well, you might as well say 30 after a few months. And what was it like raising them in the Cincinnati? Well, it was wonderful. I mean, you know, I, uh, you know, raised them, and of course I worked at, at the time in Cincinnati Public School System. I did that for 30 years. What did you do for the school system? Well, when I first got hired for the school system, I was hired as a homeschool coordinator. And I did that home business and, you know, worked along with the uh, visiting teacher and on. And then I was selected to serve on, you know, different various committees. And I would, like, have meetings and stuff and include, the, you know, ministers and, and other business people within the committee, you know, to serve on that committee for that particular purpose to help the community out with the things that were needed. Tell me about where did you go to church in the neighborhood? Well, 
the church that I'm at now, which is in Mount Healthy on Compton Road, I've been with them 20 years. I united with them in 2000, and my husband passed away in 2001. But other than that, I was like, let me see, my church, when it came to Cincinnati, my church was downtown, and I grew up in that church until I started branching out. And when I, you know, got on my own, and it was about maybe three various other churches, and I did different things from the church. The church that I was at before, I'm at this one now. I taught Mm -hmm. Sunday school, and I was the secretary, and it was a lot of, you know, things that I did within the church. What were your other favorite things to do in the neighborhood? Well, mostly the things I liked doing in the neighborhood was like just walking around the neighborhood and, and, you know, talking to different people and seeing different sites whenever there were different ones to look at. Is there any kind of a memorable experience about a business or a social event in the College Hill area that you remember? Let me see. Um, Well, the most best social event I remember is when we used to have in-service days and me and my coworkers, and well, not all, but some of them would go to um, McCall's because I used to like to go there and eat their chicken fingers. Oh, really? Do you yeah. go there now? Still yeah, they're still, yeah, they're still here. You know, they're a couple oh, yeah. of doors down from, uh, you know, the coffee shop on the corner. And then <laughs> there was other things, you know, we used to like uh, visit sometime, you know, on, on days when they were – were recording when the House of Joy had their recording studio down there on Hamilton when, you know, they were in the vicinity. What is the House of Joy? Is that a The House of Joy was a church. Oh, Remember, years ago, I used to come out here years ago when it was uh, a movie theater. Oh, is that the theater down there that they do, that they're renovating? Yeah, before, yeah, before you, you, yeah, that's the one. But I don't know what they're going to um, do with I'm it. I'm not because sure what they're going to do with it either. No, because the last time that I heard about it, which was a couple of years ago, after they, you know, after uh, Bishop and him moved to their new church, it was mm-hmm. told to me that they were thinking about renovating the, you know, the theater because you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have pews and stuff. They had the original everything in there, the seats and everything, like they did, you know, when the, when it was a you know a theater. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know what they're going to do now because I know they're supposed to be building, well, not building, but renovating a building down there where Shakers was, and renovating it and making it into affordable living apartments. So I don't know if they're finished with that project or not because since I uh, I can't walk long distances anymore, I haven't been able to go down to in that area, you know, to see what's going on. So that's another thing. I just have to wait, you know, until somebody tell me, and that's about it. But stop to the, you know, in the different restaurants of those that I knew and stopping in, maybe chit and chat or get a little something to eat and then chit-chat a little bit more, and then I have to tell them I have to go because we have talked enough. 
and we would <laughs> and we would start laughing and kidding around with each other, and we would always say, "Until you know, we meet and see each other next time," and that was it. That's nice. So yeah, have that. Is there? Um, so you've made relationships with the people in the neighborhood. Exactly. Well, I know you certainly have at the library. Did you, uh, do you remember any experiences that you've had with the Native American heritage or any of the Native American history that's happened here in Ohio or Cincinnati? Laboita Woods had a um, program, a summer program where they would. Well, I used to do like, you know, summer school. Mm-hmm. I did summer school, and I did I did do some things with, you know, some organizations years ago. But uh, that's been quite a while, and I mean, it's been quite a while. But yeah. I used to keep myself involved in a, you know, in a lot of things like that, even with, you know, the PTA and PTO organization, which I was the secretary of that for about ten years. Basically, you know, whenever anything that was going on, you know, that that was pertaining to anything that was, you know, educational and things that were social as far as people getting along with one another when we meet with one another, you know, I tried to stay involved in a lot of that too. What What was your family like? Your Your parents, like, what did they do for? What your dad do for a living? Did your well, my dad he worked for the city. Well, he would draw like lines, you know, whether you see the yellow lines and white lines and so forth in the street. Yeah, he did Uh that, and he also, you know, supported, you know, prisoners from back then. It was the jailhouse, and it wasn't a justice center. It was a jailhouse a long time ago, but I can't remember what street it was Mm -hmm. on and transport them, you know, to different little jobs and whatever when it was needed. Oh, wow. So he did all kinds of stuff. Oh, Um, yeah. Did you have siblings? I had two sisters. Now I just have one. So are they older than you or younger? I'm the oldest. Oh, you're the oldest? Yeah, and I have a sister next to me, and I did have a younger sister that passed away a few years ago. And what did they end up doing? Well, my younger sister that my younger sister that passed away, she was uh, a, a word processor operator in the area of. College of Medicine and College of Pharmacy over at UC. And she retired a year, I want to say between a year and two at the most, I can't quite remember, before she passed away. And my sister next to me, she worked for Procter & Gamble. And then what do your children do? Well, my oldest son, he works for Homeland Security. My daughter, she has management skills. Well, all of them got all of that, but she oh, does um, line arrangements and sometimes line distinction cooking or whatever you, however you want to call it. And my youngest son, he does the same thing as far as cooking and, and training other people to do the same thing in the area as needed. Yeah, well, you've got a lot of success, successful family members. Well, I appreciate that. Because, yeah, due to the <laughs> fact that, you know, I've been, you know, really been blessed because, like I said, you know, 
I haven't been the type of parent that had to run back and forth with someone being in trouble or someone being on drugs, so I have really been blessed. I think that's all we've got for today. Thank you for participating in our oral history podcast project. Well, you're welcome, Carly. When you said today, I thought maybe it was another day coming that you had part two that was on the way. Oh, well, you never know. Oh, yeah, that's different. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this interview for the My Stories podcast project. It is part of the NEA Big Read Grant presented by CHPL and the Library Foundation. NEA Big Read is a program of the National Endowment for the Arts in partnership with Arts Midwest. It was co-produced by Carla Muller and Steve France, CHPL videographer. Discover more podcasts at chpl.org slash podcasts.